Shut up and sit down. Emergency podcast from the boys at No One Asked Us. Um, I believe we're here to talk about the latest rumor out of the Big Brother 23 house that Derek X and Claire are now officially in a relationship. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're actually here to talk about some other big news out of baseball that just dropped today. Craig still hasn't got his jaw off the ground. Uh, the Cardinals have parted ways with their manager, Mike Schilt. Um, Craig was fort- was gracious enough to give me the floor back in July when the Cubs made some moves uh, that kind of had me up in arms. And so I wanted to be able to return the favor and give Craig some thoughts on, on the news today. Uh, before we do that, um, as always, don't forget to follow us, like us, share us, all that stuff. Um I would say chapters are in the description, but we're probably not going to talk about that much other than this today. Yeah. Uh, so, Craig, what the heck happened today? What, what's going on? Um, I don't know. And that's <laughs> kind of why I just wanted to hop on here because I really don't know. <laughs> the last emergency pod we did was the trade deadline when the Cubs yeah. shipped everyone off. And we kind of yeah. understood that, but we, you still wanted to talk about it and talk it out. Right. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Um, kind of on any level. So no. it happened. I don't know what time it happened this afternoon. I've already forgot. But not long after, you know, Mazalock and Bill DeWitt did their press conference. And uh, KSDK, the, the NBC station in St. Louis, live streamed it. So I watched it. And Mazalock just said philosophical differences. And I'm just kind of like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> this team was below 500 at the all-star break and they went, they got a wild card spot by seven games. Yeah. Like if that doesn't work philosophically for you, then what, what do you want? I I have no idea. Uh, just to, just to kind of talk about some of the stats here uh, as a manager, Schilt took over in 2018. That was yeah. after uh, they had gotten rid of Mike Matheny. Um, so technically speaking, he's only had two full seasons under his belt as the manager of the Cardinals. Uh, the third being, uh, the pandemic shortened season last year. Mm -hmm. And then of course, taking over, uh, for Matheny in 2018. So in those three years with him at the helm full time, they've made, they've won the division once got second in the division twice. Mm -hmm. They've made the postseason all three of those years. Yep. He has a rec- a record as a manager of the Cardinals, 252 and 199 with a winning percentage of 559. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have any sort of explanation for what's going on here. Um, clearly, clearly something happened. Mm-hmm. Either they don't, either they expect more, but, or I don't know. I have no clue. So I, um, we were talking about the success he had in those three full seasons. His record in 2018 after he took over was 41 and 28. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else they're looking for. Um, hold on here. Let me look on. I don't have my computer 
other than the one I'm recording on, but um, trying to find someone's Twitter who was live tweeting the, the press conference. Um, basically what I'm trying to say is that it sounded like this is something that happened very recently. Like the management wanted to do something or Schilt wanted to do something and the other party was totally, totally against it. And it was funny on um, the press conference this afternoon, um, someone asked, you know, well, of Mosaic, they're, they're like, well, Mosaic, I mean, you're the boss. If you're subordinate, if you want to do something and your subordinate doesn't want to do it, can you not just say, hey, this is what you're doing? And Mosaic was like, well, your boss could tell you to jump out of your car right now. And would you do that? <laughs> like, that was kind of a funny moment, but in a, in a way it, I, I, I'm just like, I don't know why, I don't know why. And I'm worried because for 95, 90% of this season, every Cardinals fan was coming for Mazalok's head. And if they hadn't won, if they hadn't gone on a 17 game winning streak, the longest in franchise history, Mazalok might be out of a job. So something is happening and I don't know. I don't, I, I, there are a lot, there's a lot going on that's hard for me to put cohesively right now, not cohesively coherent. It's hard for me to make a coherent statement right now because had they not won 17 in a row, Mazalak might be fired. Schilt might be fired. Like this is a completely different conversation, but also I don't want the 17 game win streak to mask the issues that the club actually does have. So like part of me is like, okay, you know, they went on this historic run. Had that not happened, he probably would have been fired anyways. And a lot of that historic run like masks and covers up a lot of the holes. So maybe it's not a bad move, but like we just said, his resume is really freaking good. So I don't know. I'm, Flabbergasted so is the me, word that I've been using. Let me ask you this. You we've talked about we've talked about a few times on the show the past few months the issues that the Cardinals have. Um, and you just referenced them again that they were they were essentially masked by the fact that they did go on that incredible streak and then did make the playoffs. But what issues do they have that aren't related to the building of the team? That's what that so, would be my that would be my question. It was actually I think it was Jeff Passant was on there and who he broke the story. He was the first um, tweet that I saw that this has happened. Um, and he asked something along the lines of, you know, it sounds like a lot of what you're talking about differences is like player development and stuff like that, which the manager doesn't do. And I'm forgetting what Mazelok said to it, but he's kind of right. Um, my issue the first half of the season was with the hitting coach, Jeff Albert, because the approach, and I don't know what changed the second half, but the approach at the plate was not good. I mean, pretty much everyone was struggling the first half. Um, I don't even remember who was the all-star rep this year. Was it Yachty? Yachty and Reyes. Yeah, because Yachty got off to the great start and Reyes converted his first 20 save opportunities. Um, I think those were the, those were the all-stars. 
uh, Yachty fell off, and then second half, everyone else stepped up. So my issues were with the the hitting coach, who Mazalak straight up said Jeff Albert is still under contract. We hope to have him back next year. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So that's one guy that I thought was more to blame than Schilt. There were some manager decisions late in the year, um, managing the bullpen a little bit. The lineup kind of played itself out with um, Goldie at two, uh, O'Neill at three, and Arenado batting cleanup with Edmund leading off um, Carlson at five. So he kind of found his, his lineup there. But, yeah, a lot of my issues were, were with the player development, which this move doesn't make a whole lot of sense for. So there had – I don't know that we'll ever know what the philosophical differences were, but it sounds like it was not a – it wasn't a clean break. Um, as like did say straight up that Schilt was shocked when he told him um, that he was very surprised by the move. So hopefully one of those uh, St. Louis beat writers gets a hold of Schilt and – and I hope Schilt doesn't hold back on why this happened and where he's coming from, because that might be the only way we figure out what he was told and why this happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think there's, there could be something to, obviously they, they hired him to fill the role when they did. They brought him in, you know, he kind of quickly made his way up the ranks. Yeah, let me get into with, that because I wrote, I wrote it all down um, of who Mike Schultz okay. is. Is that how you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Go so on. he's a he's a St. Louis lifer um, or a, a Cardinals organization lifer. He never played professional baseball. He gave it up in college. He started in 2004 part-time coaching the single-A affiliate. So he was there in 04 and 05. 06, they made him a full-time coach. 06 and 07, single A, uh, some type of assistant. 08, he was the single A hitting coach, so another promotion. 09 through 2011, he was the single A manager, won the championship in 10 and 11. Then they bumped him up to the double A manager for 12 through 14, where he won the championship in 12. Then they bumped him up to the triple A manager in 15 to 16. So he's literally climbing the ranks here through 2016. Got bumped up and promoted to the um, – Major League coaching staff in 2017, where he was the quality control coach. So not really a, a big role. But midseason, they had a staff shakeup. They, I think they basically fired their third base coach um, and maybe a hitting coach or something. And he took over as the third base coach midseason 2017. 2018, um, he moved into the bench coach role for Mike Matheny. And then midseason, like we touched on, Matheny was fired. He took over as interim and only, what is that, five, six weeks after they made him interim, he signed on as permanent. They took away the interim tag. So from 2004 to 2018, he went from part-time single-A coach all the way up to major league manager, all with the same organization. So I, I can't remember who it was. One of our, one of our Cubs buddies um, on Twitter said something about, you know, if Mike Schilt doesn't want to do something the Cardinal way, then it's like the Cardinal way is – I forgot how he said it. But who, who do they think they are if the it's the Cardinal way or no way? You yeah. know what I'm saying? After this guy has been 
have given so much to your organization and taking you to three postseason bursts in a row after you missed the playoffs for three seasons in a row. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like if he wants to do something different, let him do something different. So after reading all that and knowing Mike Shield's story, I feel bad for the guy. Like this is the only organization he's known and he got this chance and all he's done is make the playoffs. He's won 56% of his games. That doesn't deserve to get you fired. You're doing something right. So it really makes me question Mazalok a lot more than I already had. And you know that I had had issues with Mazalok for a while because of what he had or hasn't done. So let me ask you this. Yeah. And I don't know if this is really a cohesive argument or a cohesive idea. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's something to the idea that he was never really the guy they wanted in that spot to begin with? I mean, I I know that's a hard question to ask because they had somebody had to name him that role and then somebody had to keep him in that role for the last three plus years. But do you think there was just there's something there that he kind of fell into the situation when Matheny was let go, I mean, yeah, he was he was the next man up, and his teams just kind of kept winning. Mm-hmm. But then they eventually just decided, okay, we're gonna we want to do something else. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to come up with ideas here too, and like there's part of me that just thinks like maybe there was just something maybe from the very beginning that they just didn't. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just thinking this on the fly that there might be yeah. something there. I mean, it, if it was, and I thought it at the time too, I remember, I remember when they removed the interim tag in 2018 before the season was even done. August 28th is when he, uh, the interim tag was removed. Um, and I just looked this up. Actually, the Cardinals went 22 and seven in September this year, the month that they had the 17 game winning streak, they went 22 and seven in 2018 in September, after they had removed that interim tag, the Cardinals went 22 and six. So they had a better record in September of 2018 after Schilt had removed, they had removed the interim tag than they did this September with a 17 game winning streak. So uh, to get back to your question, that was just a stat that I looked up that I wanted to get out there. I'm wondering if they moved too quickly to do that. If they would have just let him ride out that season with the interim tag and then revisit it in the offseason, interview other coaches or managers to see if there was someone else. And then if they settled on Schilt, then they would have their guy who they ended up right. getting, having anyways. So right. that and, would and be where you go back to the yeah, tag. And I don't, I don't know that that really makes a ton of sense, but like, I don't know. It just kind of seems like that might be a reason here. I just, that yeah, he's not who they wanted and yeah. he just kind of, his teams were winning. So they didn't really, they weren't really in the position to fire him. Yeah. Cause they were winning, but then after a few seasons of, I guess they would have, how many did they win one playoff series that first year? Yeah. They won the DS over the Braves in 2019. Uh, so in five. Yeah. And they got swept so then, by the nationals. 
I mean, they made the playoffs the next two years, but they lost in the wild card. So, yeah. And that's what um, a couple, I haven't really texted with too many people, but there have been a couple people that have texted me and I texted and I was, I jokingly said, well, I mean, what do you expect to happen when you bring in Alex Reyes in the bottom of the ninth of a tie game and a winner go home game and the wild card in the playoffs? I mean, Reyes had a five, five, two ERA the second half of the season. Uh, clearly the worst, if not the worst, one of the worst relievers in your bullpen the second half of the season, and you throw him out there to, to get out of a jam to keep your season alive. So that's kind of getting back to the bullpen issues that, that I, had, I had talked about. There were other capable guys that have performed well the second half of the year that you could have gone with, and then he throws Reyes out there who had an awesome first half but had shown nothing since. So, so I don't know. Um, couple, couple of Mazalock notes though, quotes that, that he said, um, one of my friends Holden Kerwicki at KSDK was tweeting these out. Um, Mazalock said, as we looked at 2022, we felt like the leadership downstairs needed to be on the same page as him, who he was talking about. So that's, that was a philosophical differences that he was saying, um, it, what, um, 2022 was the last year on Schilt's deal. So he only had one year remaining on the deal. Like, like you see a lot of when they cut players, there's only one year left on their deal to, to save some money. But um, he also said, this is not a reflection on wins and losses. So that we've talked a lot about that, but he said, this is not a reflection on wins and losses. It's not a question of how the team was managed. This is really at a higher level. So, we're talking about all this bullpen management stuff in the lineup, but it's something behind closed doors, man. And, and I don't know what that could be. Um, I don't know if I think Mazalok's kind of a guy that, that wants the praise and stuff like that. So I could see Schilt being like, Hey, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it your way. And, and that's when you, when you stand up to your boss like that stuff, like, this could happen. Yikes. So uh, what, what happens now? Do they have internal candidates? I mean, I know there's the one name that everybody is, that's already flying around that honestly, I'm here for it. I Yadier Molina player. Manager. We haven't seen, we haven't seen a player <laughs> manager since Pete Rose did it in the eighties. And to be quite honest with you, I'd be fine with it. I'm not a Cardinal fan. And I mean, I, that has literally nothing to do with my expectations for them on the field, but like, I've always wanted to see it. I've never, I haven't been alive as long, you know, for that to be a thing. Yeah. And um, I don't think it's actually going to happen. I'm assuming they'll find somebody else, but knowing that it'll probably be Yachty's last season. I I don't know. I've seen crazier things happen. (laughs) Um, Have you? Have you? I mean, I don't think pretty wild. I don't think this is as crazy as I don't know. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I would like to see it happen. Uh, But uh, I mean, are there other in-house candidates? Are they going to go elsewhere? Is this this feels like an in-house thing. Um, But also, like, if it's philosophical differences and you hire someone in-house, that means Schilt hired them. Right. So you would think that they would go along with Schilt's philosophies. So we'll see. But it was noted 
multiple times by Mazalok that he thinks that there are very quality qualified candidates in house already. The one name that immediately popped into my head and other people have also confirmed it could be a possibility is Ali Marmol, who is the bench coach. Um, and has been for a couple seasons now. I think he played in the Cardinals organization in like 2010 to 2012. And then he moved into a coaching coaching role. Um, he's a younger guy. I don't know exactly how old he is, but he, he's kind of on the younger side. Um, don't know a whole lot about him, but I like him. I, I, I don't have anything against Ali Marmol. That would be my, if I, if you told me to place a bet, if I had to bet on someone, it, it would be that it's Ali Marmol's job. I kind of want to see someone from the outside. Don't think it's going to happen. The only other in-house replacements I can think of are Stubby Clap. I don't know if you remember that name. He was kind of a one-year wonder for the Cardinals, I think early 2000s. I don't even, don't even remember the year, but he's been coaching in the minor league system. He led the Memphis Redbirds, the AAA team, to a championship a couple of years ago, and they, like, dominated. They won, like, 80% of their games and cruised, um, and he's been the th- – third base no he's been the first base coach for a couple years I think one of the base coaches and then the other in-house that might shock some people but I would love to see but I don't think it's going to happen because of I think he's got some health issues is Jose Okendo he was a third base coach for a long time with La Russa but he's kind of been in and out of the organization the last four or five years I think because of health stuff so I don't think that would happen but um, I would love to see Okendo get a manager job Others are the same ones that are talked about with the um, Padres job or what's the other job that's open right now? Is there another opening right now? Probably, but I don't remember who it would be. Um, Bruce Bochy, been out of the game for a couple of years. Buck Walter, um, I think he just interviewed for a job. And I think he's going to get a shot eventually. He played for the Cardinals. Carlos Beltran. Get a young guy in there, man. I Get have someone... I, I have another former Cardinal name, too, that came to my mind, but I know is Joe also... McEwing? Nope. Skip Schumacher? Skip Schumacher. Skip Schumacher, yeah. I believe he's the yeah. associate manager, whatever that yeah. means for the Padres. Uh, he might get their job because they, yeah. they don't have a coach right now. Yeah. I don't I, know, man. I would put I my money know. on Marmol. I guess. I, I don't know. It just, this whole thing seems just kind of wacky. The uh, number um, one criteria though, of this, whoever you hire, please have Nolan Arenado sign off on. I know he told you at the end of the year, after they clinched, he, he went into Mo's office and said, I'm coming back. I'm not opting out. But after this, like if they hire someone that he doesn't like, maybe like he has an opt out. So either, hire someone that he likes or I hope they cleared this with him before they made this decision. That's, that's priority number one. Yeah, that that's yeah. You got to make sure you have that. Got to make sure you have your star player on board with any of these decisions. That's something you hear a lot more of in the NBA than you really do Yeah, in baseball. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's, that's certainly going to be, uh, a factor. So I don't know. I guess we'll see uh, this. Yeah. This caught everybody off guard. Uh, maybe yeah. your boy, Tony La Russa comes back to St. Louis. That's, 
I saw Bob Nightingale um, tweeted after this happened. Bob Nightingale said Tony Larusa is committed to the White Sox. He will not be returning to the Cardinals. So I, when Bob Nightingale tweets it, it's the opposite's going to happen. <laughs> so Tony Larusa to St. Louis, according to Bob Nightingale. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm yeah, sure it, I'll have plenty of other thoughts pop in my head. That right. And we when I'm, we I'm just like uh, when we Mo, record... Mozeliak did say that they don't want the dra- this to drag out very long. So he's, he said, he ha- I don't he want has, this. He has somebody in yes. mind. He you said, don't I make don't this want this move. to get into, I don't want this to get into, I think he said the middle of November and not have it filled. So four weeks, that's, I mean, the Padres have, ha- have gone a couple weeks already with that one. So he has someone in mind, which makes me think yeah. that it's Marmol or um, I mean, Willie McGee's on the coaching staff. Maybe you give it to Willie McGee. Someone like that. Someone in house is going to get it, and I don't know. You don't don't make this move without having um, somebody in mind. Yeah. What about uh, what about Aaron Boone? He does he get fired? uh, No. Oh. I just think he might be. I know Yankee fans want him out the door too. So Um, Yankee fans are the worst, man. They've won like ninety five games the last ten years, and they're upset. Not enough. I was, actually, I, I was looking at this the other day. Uh, I think it was while the White Sox, um, I think game four of the White Sox series, I was looking up like on Wikipedia, you can look up teams records by decade. And I was like, man, I've been spoiled because <laughs> the Cardinals winning percentage. I yeah. feel like I really started, I feel like 2000. I feel like that's like when I started following. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this. My first team was the Braves. I was a Braves fan. Went from when I was like six to eight, ten. Chipper Jones used to be Chipper Jones used to be my favorite player. Um, and then I once I started realizing and choosing my own teams, I was a Cardinals fan. So since like two thousand, the Cardinals have like a fifty-seven percent winning percentage, which is, and they've only missed the playoffs two or three times, or no, they've had one losing record or two losing records in that span. So I've been spoiled. Just like Yankee fans. Yeah. You jumped from the Braves to the Cardinals right at the right time. So, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> uh, Jeff Passan just just put out a, another interesting idea. Of, oh. uh, Matt Holiday. Oh, he's been coaching college ranks, but he's been coaching. Yeah. I don't know. Something to think about, but uh, uh, yeah, when, when we do our normal show this weekend, I'm sure we'll oh. have more information. Passing oh. throughout your boy, Skip Schumacher. Yeah. I'm just saying, just saying, Oh, anything else you want to get off your chest? I mean, I'm you sure feel, I'll think of it tonight when I'm watching football or something like that, you but feel like you vented. There enough. is a, there is a winner take all game tonight. Giants there Dodgers. Is. With Corey Knabel starting. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I see that. Okay, here we go. Yep. This tweet about Skip. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, – card. I think he's a Cardinals writer. He's a senior writer for MLB, Drew Silva. The last four Cardinals managers. Tony La Russa, 1996-2011, winning percentage. Mike Matheny, 2012-2018, .555 winning percentage. Mike Schill, 2018 to 2021, 0.559 winning percentage. That's incredible. From 96 to 2002, every coach has higher than a 544 winning percentage. 
and the last two have been fired. <laughs> What's going on in St. Louis? <laughs> well, there is something else that I want to talk about, and it might take oh. a whole episode. The NFL oh. and St. Louis. Ooh, that's getting juicy. I'm not aware. What What are you talking about? Long story short, the NFL and Saint, the city of St. Louis are going to court over the Rams move. And right now there are two likely outcomes. Either the NFL pays the city of St. Louis more than $20 billion a lot of money. or the NFL expands with a new team in St. Louis. Will that be your new it's, team? Who Probably. Yeah. They're going to need to build a new stadium. With it. Yeah. Part that's part of it. New stadium downtown with a new expansion team. Cause that would be cheaper than $20 billion. It's, it's crazy. Um, I don't have all of the answers, but that's long story short. If you want, just Google it. It's going through court right now. It's what are you, incredible. What are you naming the St. Louis football expansion team? Oh, tough one i don't know <laughs> i don't know that's my biggest gripe with madden is you expand like you can relocate your teams in madden but you like you used to be able to change the name and the color of your uniforms and all that but now i think if you pick whatever team you pick like if you relocate the bills to st louis they become the st louis bills with the same color same logo same uniforms so madden needs some work just like the show needs some work the show needs a lot of work I still play the show and it's, it frustrates me all the time. Yeah. Just Cause I want to be able to do so much more. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Do you want to uh, give me your thoughts on no time to die? Cause I, I, I know you saw that. Oh, we want to do this now. Sure. Why not? Um, Got nothing so else to do. It was a little long. A little what long. movie anymore. Isn't. A yeah, long. that's true. But I was entertained. I, I never, um, the movie started at eight o'clock and we walked out at like 10 48 or something, 10 38, but I never would have guessed it sitting there. I, I yeah. knew it was, I knew it was getting to be a longer movie, but it did not feel like it was two and a half hours. Um, it was good. Uh, first thing I texted you was Rami Malik, man. Yeah. He is good at everything. He's, he's so good. good. The character um, was super underdeveloped and he was underutilized, but he's really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, he's really good. It, it was good. It was good. I had a lot of thoughts last night and I'm, there's so much going on up here right now that I'm like rattled. Um, the other thing that I was going to text you, but you beat me to it was I needed more Anna to Armas too. Oh God. Yes. She yeah. was incredible for all of 20 minutes on yeah, screen. I, I thought she was like a main role in the movie. I um, thought she was too, and she certainly was not. Yeah, yeah. Who's next? Yeah. Who who takes over? I don't know. Um, I was talking to one of my friends today. I think my comment was, I kind of wanted to be somebody other than a, a white guy. I, yeah. I like the Idris Elba idea. Uh, I've seen Henry Golding's name fly around. Uh, Dev Patel is a name that I like. Um, Honestly, I would be fine if Lashana Lynch took it because yeah. she had the 007 moniker for a good chunk of that movie. And I thought she was great. And yeah. I think it'd just be something different. Um, I don't know that that'll happen, um, but uh, I, I'm kind of I'm I'm really kind of leaning into the Dev Patel thing. He's not that much of an action star. 
Um, but I don't know. I just, I could see that happening. I mean, Tom Hardy's a popular name too. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Idris Elba is probably the clubhouse leader. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it'll happen or not. Yeah. I, I could totally see him getting away from a white male going black female would be a huge turn, but yeah, I'm not, not against it. I, I think yeah. they definitely go a diverse route with it. Um, I've seen, I've looked, Googled a couple. I think I saw the guy from Bridgerton. Yeah. The Bridgerton. Yeah. Reggae yeah. Jean Page. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. name's in the mix too. I'd be fine with that. I don't really know much about him. Other, I have, didn't watch Bridgerton and I saw him on, on SNL, but that's really about it. So, I mean, how good was Daniel Craig though for that whole franchise? Daniel Craig is fantastic. You need to watch, I guess you did watch no, Spectre. But, yeah. I had uh, no idea who he was before he got the Bond role. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. I, there was one moment where, um, I felt like his accent changed a little bit in No Time Probably. to Die. And I was like, that sounded like Benoit Blanc. <laughs> I was, I was going <laughs> to ask if you had seen if you had seen Knives Out. Okay, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that movie. Knives Out was so good. It just makes me think about how terrible of a movie year 2020 was and how great 2019 was. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie too, but... Well, okay. I think it's time we can probably shut this down. Yeah. I wanted to give you a chance to chat and get some thoughts off your chest. And uh, hopefully by the time we record here in a couple days, we learn a little more about what's going on here. But Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. Either way, condolences? I I don't know. Where where, Do I need to be sending condolences to you or? I I liked Shilt. I I did. I did. I definitely, as with any manager, question some of his decisions, but I think he was a very, I don't think he was a great manager. I don't know that his managing won the Cardinals a ton of games, but I also don't think they lost them a lot of games. I think he was very serviceable. I think he knew what he was doing, and and I mean, obviously, he got Cardinals a three straight playoffs. I just could never get over the hump, but um, I, I'm I'm withholding, It's it's just, weird right now it, it's it doesn't make sense right now but let's see where the hire goes and before i before i pass judgment so we'll all see. right all righty that's gonna do it for us this has been an emergency podcast no one asked us you can follow us on twitter at no one asked us pod he's at craig w choke i'm at the logan lee give us a follow give us a like give us a share uh, we'll have this episode up later today um, so that y'all can hear it before the weekend. Um, if you have any questions or want to shoot us an email, you can reach us at no one asked us 2021 at gmail.com. We'll be back for with another episode on Tuesday. For Craig, I'm Logan, and we will see you next week. 71 days till Christmas. Bye.